0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to TheDestralBroad.com, video games podcast. As always, I'm dead. I'm Jimmy today, we have Caveman. Aloha. And Alex. Hello. We talked about this a little bit before, and I just want to mention it to the audience so that they know how much of a fucking idiot I am. But... I try to consider myself a somewhat professional podcaster in that I, this is what I do. I don't have another job. I don't have other shit. This is my main focus, my main drive, the main way people on the internet, the main way I beg for money on the internet from people. And it seemed to work a bit because we got one. (laughs) Just one. A single soul took pity on us.
1: It's a start.
0: Yep. And apparently he likes Byakia for some fucking reason. Who? Byakia from Rampa. Ah. Yeah, on that last podcast he commented, Byakia is the best. That's the only fucking interaction we have with fans outside of just random people on SoundCloud liking playlists. But hey, random people on SoundCloud, thank you for that. It makes me feel better about myself and my life. Anyway, yeah, I, I try to consider myself a professional with this. I'm not, obviously. Nor am I an expert, given probably how all of these sound. But I know enough to get pissed off when stupid shit happens in TV shows and stuff. I wasn't at that level when I first watched that Scream series. Now I am. And so I'm kind of on tilt right now. Just that. Oh, God, that fucking that fucking the fucking show is going to sound so terrible. He recorded it on a fucking inline earbud mic. Fuck me. No, I recorded audio from one of those things by accident, and it sounded like dog shit. Like, I just fucking listen to music, and then I'm like, oh, I might as well check out what the fucking camera on my phone does, because I don't use it, because I don't take pictures. And then watch the video or whatever, and all all I heard was just... <sighs> because it is The only right-
2: thing I use my phone's camera for is taking pictures of my cat, to then send to my wife. Yeah, fuck Scream, the TV series. Yeah.
0: It is garbage. But what's not garbage are potentially some video games you have to talk about. So, Caveman, we have a thing to kind of get out of the way, right at, just right at the top. Because we can't get too deep into it, because a, I'm not that deep into it, and B, I'm recording it. But, not gonna drop it too. Goodbye, despair.
1: This time it's not Dong and Rampa 1
0: word. But yeah, uh, for anybody who is new to this or whatever, um, I am currently in the middle of posting the a full playthrough of the first Dong and Rampa game. But I've already beaten it. I've had it beaten for like a month or so, and I have the first two episodes of Dong and Rampa 2 recorded. Which gets you through the like prologue opening bit. And I'll uh, gets a little bit into the first chapter. We haven't gotten to the first murder yet. But we are at the first free time.
2: Oh, then I should tell you that the first murder is...
0: Whoops, Candlejack got him. No, don't say his name. Yeah, he and I have an understanding. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: God damn it every time I try and spoil that damn thing he shows up and strangles me a little uh, that's the understanding <laughs> oh god I'm gonna need more rope
0: anyway yeah fuck that fuck Jesus god damn it dude
2: I love Danganronpa
0: fucking Usami is adorable and kind of great
2: I know right <laughs>
0: Uh, oh. She does not deserve what happened to her.
2: No, she doesn't. And but the second she got put the, in that the dynamic, di- the dynamic that is born of it is kind of hilarious.
0: Yeah, and the second she got put in that fucking diaper, I got really uncomfortable because <laughs> it looked like a fetish diaper.
2: I, just, just I wouldn't be surprised if that was what was going on. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that was intentional to make a joke of it.
0: Oh. I
1: felt so bad when she got put in that diaper that is not something I expected to hear
0: yeah welcome to the podcast motherfucker
2: thank god you don't collect her underwear
0: honestly I kind of feel a bit better about that cause it's just really humiliating for her to be in that shit just get her out of that so she can get into her own fucking clothes again get demonified I guess can't think of a better term for it But yeah, she's she's great. She can turn chickens into moo cows.
2: <laughs> oh, man. A little bit of that uh, Usami magic there. Yeah. She's a magical girl rabbit. My absolute favorite thing about uh, Usami is you build her in the school life of Danganronpa 1. Like, she's one of the things you have to make and Monokuma is just like, what's this garbage? <laughs> I feel like that might have been a
0: spoiler, but fuck it,
2: whatever. It's school life.
0: Yeah, but apparently that stuff might be canon. Who knows?
2: No, it can't be. It really, really can't be.
0: Yeah, so... Just initial thoughts going into it. Um, like the game a lot. Um, it is doing enough different from the first one so far that it does feel like a sequel like uh, the like just island mode just running around the island that feels different that feels different uh, having the whole like hidden Monokumas everywhere
2: Mm, uh, have you gotten into the uh, the pet thing the pet thing yes the Tamagotchi I already killed one (laughs) I I wanted to see what Maximum Despair did to one, and it just killed it, and I was like, oh. Yeah, I I forgot that I had it. I was going to flush all your poop. I just wanted to see what Maximum Despair did. Yeah, I just I
0: forgot it was there, and so when I booted the game up again, (laughs) running around, and then a little pet thing popped up. I
2: was like, oh, I have a pet. What's up with that? Oh, it's dead. And okay, uh, covered in his own shit. So I feel I feel like we need to explain this. Um in your manual, there's a mini game that is a Tamagotchi. Yeah. And as you run around the island, time passes for the Tamagotchi. So and if we you do fast mean... travel a lot, time will not pass for
0: it. Yeah, because 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 it, it's not really time, it's a pedometer. Yeah. Um just
2: every, and as just every step passes, you take.
0: Every step you take, time passes for your Tamagotchi and you also level up.
2: Yeah. And as time passes, uh, it evolves. First it starts out as an egg, then it evolves to a bunny, then a chrysalis, and then to its next form. Which is determined by how much love and how much despair this creature possesses. You gain love by giving it presents, just like you would give your date a present. And you gain despair by not flushing its poop.
0: Once I got them coins, I'm going to be heading to the fucking mono machine in episode 3. Getting a fucking stacking a grip and getting all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. These bitches are going to love me.
2: <laughs> um. Ooh, uh, one thing. It's, in my opinion, more efficient to uh, actually go to the vending machine in the Mega Mart and buy the cheaper ones. If only because then you aren't, like... Like, oh, uh, I've got to spend six coins just for the off chance of getting a bottle of water.
0: Well, full disclosure, um, much of the first game, for the, like, presents and that stuff, I'll be using a guide. or well, not, like, a guide, but just, like, a list of
2: things that people like, because I am not oh, fucking yeah, around. Know. It is... There are so many items, and some of them you can kind of guess... But not only do different items affect how whether or not you're going to progress the romance, well, the hope shards, but, like, they do it at different rates depending on how many hope shards you have. So it's best to have some kind of guide up to help you out.
0: Yeah, so, that'll happen in... Um, I have yet to get deep enough into the game or spend enough time with the individual characters to really get a firm opinion on them yet. What the fuck? Apparently somebody's putting a weed whacker against a tree outside. Eh, fun. It's 8.45 at night. Who the fuck is doing that? Some asshole.
1: Someone who wants to cut down a
0: tree. With a weed whacker?
1: He can't afford a saw, obviously.
0: Okay, get some <laughs> get uh, some fucking, I don't know, a guitar string. It'll take a while, but you'll get there.
2: Oh, that string will pop so fast. Call <laughs> called a wire saw, man. Guitar you, string is not good for that, though. I
1: think you'd have better luck just trying to punch it down with your fists.
2: It, no, a wire saw can be very highly effective. You just got to get something that has the tensile strength to stand up to it. Okay, a pack of guitar strings. Yeah, you could do that then, but uh, I actually really like all of the characters, and like I say that, thinking that I would despise several of these characters, but I actually like all of them. Hell, I even like perverted cook.
0: Yes, I've been calling him Minetta after the character from My Hero Academia.
2: And I was just like, uh, he's, he's obviously like some asshole who I get to hate from the get. That way I won't. Oh, actually, you have a decent personality. Huh. Once you get past your obsession with panties, you're okay. Would you mind making me some dinner? How about some gumbo?
0: Yeah, as it stands no? right now, um, I am not that big a fan of the hamster breeder.
2: I uh, love I actually really like Gundam yeah, <laughs> like, I, I haven't got their names I, I down yet them all a lot
0: yeah I haven't got their names down yet and I so I'm just gonna be talking so I'm just gonna be talking about them how I talk about them but yeah I'm not a big fan okay. of I'm not a big fan of the Hamster breeder, not want, a big fan to, of Minetta one
2: pause. one pause I don't remember character names I remember the name of every character from this game. Well, already. Duncan Ronpa did the impossible, and it actually got me to remember characters' names. In both 1 and 2. I remember all of the character names. Like, you can vaguely describe a character, and I will know who you're talking about. Yeah. It's freaky. But yeah,
0: so, with Duncan Ronpa 2, not a big fan of the hamster breeder, not a big fan of Minetta, not a big fan of the asshole child.
2: Uh, Hyoko?
0: Um, I don't know. Small girl, Yukana... That's Hyoko. Yeah. Not a big fan of her. Um, Not a big fan of Girl Boy.
2: Girl Boy? Yeah, Babyface Gangster. Oh, Fuyuhiko. That's just a boy. Come on. It's a boy. As far as I know. Like, A, spoilers. Unless something is revealed by romancing him.
0: Like, A, spoilers. But B, come on. Look at that fucking face. Pretty sure it's a boy. The first, the first fucking thing I, the first time I fucking saw him, I was like, oh, okay, there's gonna be a plot where like we get we romance is gonna be revealed. Oh, you're actually a girl, right? Because fucking come on, with that fucking face.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not a big fan Did of you them. Say the same thing about Chihiro? uh Pardon? Chihiro. In Dongan Ronpa one. I. Uh,
0: Right, yeah, her, him. Sorry.
2: Hey, 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 hey! Respect their pronouns.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, well, we
2: don't know exactly. No, I mean, <laughs> we, we have to identify them as the pronoun they were commonly identified as, because we don't know what pro- pronoun they prefer.
0: Well, considering the fact that alter ego is a digital copy of of fucking Chihiro's personality, and he's fine being called him.
2: Hmm. Okay.
0: Also, the fact that Chihiro's whole storyline before he got murdered was I want to be stronger as a man. And he went to fucking Mondo instead of Sakura.
2: True. Sakura would have been a badass trainer. She would have killed him. Or gotten him to the point where he was actually a man. <laughs> yeah, also, uh this
0: this might just be stupid fan theory thing, but like her whole thing of like, hey, there's this one person you need to defeat in order to fucking whatever, like her whole like romance story thing. She's talking about Kenshiro from fucking Fist of the North Star, right?
2: Uh, if I remember from one of the lore videos I watched, that is exactly what they're referencing.
0: No, I mean literally, because like her whole thing is like, oh yeah, he's the strongest no, man in the world. Kenshiro, the I,
2: master of assassination. No, I am confirming that that is what they th- were thinking about when they were creating the character of Sakura. Oh. Like, I am pretty sure the lore video I watched, the creators talked about the fact that, yeah, no, we were thinking about Kenshiro when we were creating Sakura, and, like, Kenshiro is the one that she wants to be.
1: Did they go, ah, ta 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 and then people's heads explode.
0: Uh, she didn't really have an opportunity to do that. Oh, too bad. Because she was the most fucking boss character in that goddamn game.
2: God, my heart goes out to Sakura-san. <sighs> She's the best. Also,
0: I found it really weird in that game how everybody was like super ready to say, yo, fuck that bitch, even though they know that they were, even though they literally heard Ronakuma say, I am holding something hostage It's like Monokuma says, hey, I'm holding something you love hostage, so you'll work for me. And then the second he goes away, everybody's like, oh, fuck you, you traitor bitch. Like, I can understand Byakia doing that, but fucking. I I, I don't know. That just always bugged me. Yeah, like in that first game, there are only two story beats that really bugged me. It was that one, and then it was. And then it was like, I fucking. There's a point in that game where you find out Sakura was the traitor, potentially, hasn't been confirmed yet. But you are given the you were given the choice of telling Kyoko about it. I said tell
2: her. I still hate that one.
0: I said tell her, and the game said, "Oh no, you're not allowed to." Yeah, so I had to not tell her. At which point, she
2: got mad at me. Like, the worst part. I was in the process of trying to complete her romance at that point in the game. (laughs) And the game was just like, no. Which means I got fucking dumped. Fucking
0: God. That was the only part of the game that actually pissed me off, like a part of the story. And he's fucking back. Okay, it's either a
2: weed whacker or like a really shitty bike. It's probably a really shitty bike, which is weird. Maybe because it's a pocket rocket.
0: No, like pocket rockets, fucking have some. They have a fucking oomph behind the sound. This sounds like this sounds like it was a. This is like a lawnmower engine tied to a fucking Schwinn.
2: I've done the equivalent of that.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's. That's all we're going to be saying about Danganronpa at this, at this point. Well, so, uh,
2: wait, are there any other characters that you hate?
0: Not really, no. Nah. I haven't really formed enough opinion about anybody else yet. I'm really weirded out by the scene kid. The scene kid? Yeah, she looks like the lead singer of Tokyo Hotel.
2: Oh, Ibuki.
0: Yeah, I've just been calling her the scene kid because... Fuck. Like, I don't... I don't dislike her. I just feel like she's a bit much. She's really... Out there. Like, that is. That, that hair is not the hair of
2: somebody who is, like, all there. <laughs> <laughs> she's not. She's not all there. That's just. That's a fact.
0: That, that's everybody. Man. But anyway. Yeah, so that's. Could be it for Lagan up until. I
2: get that done
1: till you finish it at some point next year.
2: Probably yeah. In all honesty I'm I'm, I'm like before every recording I'm be like, "So where are you at now? Can we talk about this case? Where are you at now? Can we talk no. about that
0: case?" Yeah, no. And also for this next going forward I'm going to be just putting all that on hold until the actual episode where what we're talking about goes up.
2: Yeah, I know. That's when we're like can
0: we talk about this case? <laughs> anyway, speaking of cases, I have been playing Aviary Attorney. <laughs> that game is neat. Yeah, it is. Just a neat fucking game. So, uh, Alex, have you heard of Aviary Attorney before?
1: Um, is that like Phoenix? Right,
0: kinda. Yeah. So, uh, in Aviary Attorney, um. Actually, it's a background for the game. Uh, so the game was uh developed and bases the style around these old timey caricature art stuff. Um Let me just uh pull up the guy's actual name here. Yeah, JJ Grandville. Uh, he was a, he he's an artist from I guess back in the day. He did like caricature stuff. And... I'm looking it
1: up, but I'm seeing 1848 lawyers with furries.
0: Yeah, basically. Uh yeah, one of his, no one of his featheries. No, furries too.
2: Okay. Get the just, pervert right.
0: What? Just, just check. The first case involves a
2: lion. That's a furry. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was just uh,
0: birds. Nope. It's just aviary attorney because uh, your assistant in the game uh, listed you under aviary attorney in the phone book. Hmm. Yeah, that, that way when people are looking for a lawyer and they can't afford the good ones, they will just go to the first one in the phone book, aviary attorney. That's actually how you get hired for the first case.
2: That's that's awful and brilliant all at the same time.
0: Yeah. So, uh, J.J. Granville, like I said, he was a caricaturist. Um, and he did a lot of uh, paintings and drawings of animal people. That was kind of the big thing that he was known for. And so, this game, uh, developed by Sketchy Logic, uh, they took these... They took these sketches and things and then built a world around it. Uh, It's an 1848 Paris where everybody is animals. Uh, You play as J.J. Falcon. And that's J.J. spelled out, not the initials J.J. His first name is J-A-Y-J-A-Y, one word. And yeah, so you are a defense defense attorney uh, with your assistant, Sparrowson. And you get hired to go investigate. You get hired by clients to go investigate these crimes and stuff. Uh, The first one, first case, which is so far all I've beaten of the game. uh, The first case is a... The daughter of a count of some kind or some kind of high society person. Uh, The daughter is accused of murdering a frog. The frog is also a high society person. Uh, he's part of a business trio involving that girl's father and the local baron. Um, baron. Um, Roarguile. Who is a lion with a top hat and a cigar.
2: I love video games.
0: Yes. And so you have to go and investigate. You go to the crime scene. Uh, you check out all different stuff. You talk to different people and you get evidence like you do in a Phoenix Wright game. You. Present evidence, you, you sometimes present evidence to, you know, the people you're talking to, and then they will go, oh, oh, uh, you caught me in a lie, sir. I do this, this, and that, blah, blah, blah. And that is all just very Phoenix Wright. You get to the end, you get to the trial, though, and that's where things get a bit weird. Because, so it's a jury trial, and the jury actually plays a role in the game, in, like, the actual gameplay.
2: Ooh, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, see, what you do is, when they when they give their statements, they'll give their statements, and then during cross-examination, their statements will be up on a piece of paper, and certain words will be underlined. And those are the statements you press. But you don't just click it, and then they ask a pre-written question. It is, you press it, and then you have two pre pre-written, pre-written questions you can ask. If you ask the wrong one, or one that like just shows that you are just kind of fucking around doing what doing nothing, you will lose favor with the jury. Mm. If you ask, if you ask, the, if you ask one that like gets the gets the case forward and stuff, then you get you know then you, then you gain favor
2: with the jury. So Phoenix would have lost in one of his first trials when he started badgering a child. Absolutely. The fuck, any got in
0: any ace attorney game, if this fucking jury was there, the defense would lose every time. Because every fucking defense attorney in the ace attorney world, their whole thing is, I'm going to ask questions. They lead nowhere. But then then I I, I ask the right question like fucking five minutes into the fuck cross-examination, and then I pull back into this fucking pair of panties. I don't know. Yeah, and so that is that is this you you press the qu- you press the uh, you press statements, ask the right questions, gain favor with the jury, and then get to the end and you get a guilty or not guilty. Thing is, you, clients. This this is this is different than um, Phoenix, right? In that in Phoenix, right, with the exception of the one case that you intentionally lose to fucking get your client guilty. Like, you Phoenix Wright, every client that you get is innocent. Mm-hmm. In this first case, I get the non-guilty verdict. She actually did it. Like, like we go, we go through it all and get to the end, and it's like, hey, yeah, everything's great. Fucking woo, yeah. And then she, and then we, t- we talk to her at the end of it, and she reveals that she just straight up did kill him. And specifically, wanted me, not 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 like you know because I believed her anything, but because it was my job as her attorney. She wanted me. She actually did want me to have it pinned on the bar- on the Baron. That way, her dad, who was in a business dealing with the Baron and the Frog, would get a bigger cut of the business. I didn't know that. I just followed the clues and I was like, okay, yes, this is, this works. This is fucking my goddamn. This is the logic. That I follow that led me to this, that led me to this fucking guy. Turns out she planned all of that, and did not know that I was not in cahoots with her and her dad. So we get to the end, and she just reveals all that. And It's like, wait, were you actually serious about like believing that I didn't do it and like that all shit you were saying? Wow, you're a dumbass. That sucks. Yeah, and it's also great because like when he when he learns that. He feels bad and actually, like, JJ, like, actually feels bad and stuff. Like, he, him, you he would think as, like, a defense attorney, if this were a more cynical game, it would be like, hey, I got you off. And then they'd be like, do you want to know if I'm guilty or not? Fuck no. This, the as soon as he found out about it, both he and Sparrowson kicked her the fuck out. But yeah, it, I, once we found, once I found out that she had actually done it, I, Kind of fell in love with this game because, with the only the close other thing is Phoenix Wright, obviously because it's fucking visual novel lawyer stuff. One of the things that didn't always kind of bug me with Phoenix Wright is just the fact that every time you are one hundred percent certain that your client is innocent, because that's just how the game works. Even even if in the fucking like pre, even if even if in like the, like the pre episode stinger of hey this is the crime that happened even if they don't show who the murderer is if you are defending the person who is accused of it you know they're innocent
2: you know there's gonna come a time when in a phoenix riot game where they're just gonna throw you for a freaking loop and it's like yeah no actually they were the killer <laughs> it's just gonna be like what yeah but with this
0: you don't know you just have to do your fucking job as a defense attorney which is defend your client You don't know if they're innocent. You don't know if they're guilty. You believe that they're innocent and then use the evidence provided and other people's testimony and stuff to get your point across with the jury. But there's always the chance that they're guilty. And I fucking love that. The one thing that does bug me about this game, though, is you
1: always have to get them off even if they're guilty.
0: Yeah, because you don't know. You're like your, your job is your job as a defense attorney is not. I am here to weed out the truth, like it is in Phoenix, right? It is. I am here to defend my client. You know, like attorneys do. Like if defense attorneys only ever fucking took cases of people who were innocent, then
2: everything would be great, and they wouldn't get a lot of work. Yeah. Because in the world that you're imagining, there would very, very rarely be a wrongful conviction. Because it's a dreamful world.
1: But that's the kind of good world. It's love and
2: justice and. No, 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 Is not the same thing as defense attorneys always uh, protecting innocent people. Justice is the majority believes that guy's bad, so we're going to put him in jail.
0: Yes, a jury of your peers. The
2: majority of people believe fingerprints are actually scientifically valid, so they're going to believe them. Justice is the majority of people believing lies that are being fed to them so that they can put a guy away. And you can
0: hear more of these, and you can hear more of how society is fucked on Caveman's uh, like political podcast. But no, like the idea with the idea with this game is you have to convince the jury. If you can I really
2: the, like I really like that. That's, if, that's you, if
0: you convince the jury, then you're fucking golden.
2: It's Charisma Simulator 2018.
0: <laughs> yeah. The bad Thing with the game, though, is, from what I have read, even if you're going a completionist route getting everything in the game, it is eight hours long. Oh, that sucks. It is a visual novel that is eight hours.
2: That's really short, isn't it?
0: Incredibly short, dude. Yeah, fucking don't, Rampa took I don't me 36 play a lot of hours.
2: Novels. I don't play a lot of visual novels, so.
0: Yeah, Rampa took me fucking 36 hours. Mm. And that is just doing the trial. I just doing the fucking like deadly life or whatever. Not before, not the school life shit. Like visual novels are usually a decent length. Like, like fucking, I think like 20 hours or something. Like a Phoenix Wright game or Danganronpa or, or one of the zero escape games or the non, like the nonary games. Shit like that, like that kind of length. Like eight hours is nothing. Eight hours is like two Call of Duty campaigns, which is unfortunate, because I wanted to spend more time in this world. I like the world. I like the way that like everything in this game looks like those looks like an old fucking eighteen hundreds, eighteen like eighteen hundreds caricature. Even the backgrounds, like the environments and stuff, are all like big Parisian architecture and. All of it's drawn in the same style as these fucking characters. Which is great. Uh, the writing is... The writing occasionally does try a bit too hard to be funny. Like, especially from Sparison. But... For the most part, it lands.
2: Is there a character named Swallow? Um, not that I've met yet. Damn. I really hope there's a Swallow. Just because that that like I will laugh infinitely.
0: Yeah, but like the lion's named Roargyle, JJ Falcon. Uh, the I think the I think the uh, frogs named Grenwy, which I believe is some kind of French for frog. It's been a while since I've actually had to speak French. Which yes I did have to do when I was younger because I'm because
2: I'm fucking Canadian. La Grand Wee. Lee sigh. Wasn't La Grand Wee a psych villain? I don't think so. La Granouille. That is a NCIS villain.
0: Yeah, Grand is uh is frog, but in the actual French spelling, it is that weird thing where it is where E it where the E sound comes from I L L E. Whereas in Aviar Attorney, it's spelled Gren We, W-E-E.
1: I only know the style of French that the Looney Tunes used, which is to say everything in a ridiculous French accent and add a lot of le's and oons to it.
0: I was once able. To, I was once able to speak very poorly, rudimentary French. Once, yeah, but then I, fin- but then I got. I graduated from grade ten and was like, "I'm not going to learn French anymore. I don't fucking care."
2: Stupid. Never French. need to do this again.
0: Well, no, I didn't need to. I didn't need to do it in grade ten. I only to I only. I was only like required to take one year of French in high school. It was just at the time I was trying to be a video game developer in Montreal. And so, and so, hey, working in Montreal, maybe a good idea to know some French. You know, Quebec is like that. But anyway, uh, moving on from there, uh, I played a bit of Mafia Three. Uh, so, Mafia Three is a uh, one of the PS Plus instant game collection games. I've heard that was good. Eh It's good if you like like GTA stuff. I guess. So
2: I'll never play it then.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not that big a fan of like traditional just run of the mill GTA. Like in I guess in the debate that doesn't exist, I'm more Saints Row than GTA.
2: Yeah! Saints Row
0: Yeah. And so get into this where the car, where it's like fucking 19, wait, what, what year was, uh, I think like 1950s. I, I'm trying to remember what fucking war just happened in the game because our main character Lincoln, he gets back from war. I think it's the Vietnam War.
1: So was the sixties ish.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it was, it's, it's sixties. Uh in a in a non-copyright infringing New Orleans.
2: Uh nineteen sixty
0: eight. Yeah, in a in a non Orleans.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh <laughs> non Orleans. <laughs> non Orleans <laughs>
0: Yeah, because it's because it's New Orleans. And I have ev- to
2: put that in one of my books. I have to put that in one of my books. I have to name a city non Orleans. I mean, it fits, right? It's New Orleans in everything but name. Actually, I'm pretty sure it's New Orleans. I'm pretty sure when I Googled it, just now it said New Orleans. What about Old Orleans?
0: You mean Orleans?
2: No, Old Orleans. It's Orleans.
0: Yeah, so it's in New Bordeaux.
2: Okay.
1: Is gambit there. This is this is getting very French and
2: Cajun. Oh, come on, yeah. No, uh, like this, this yeah, this
0: whole this whole game is just it's set in, it's set in this fucking weird alternate reality where a bunch of things like like a lot of the gangsters and a lot of the like the gangs and stuff in this game are based on real crime shit from New Orleans.
1: I mean, if fancy I asked New Orleans has told me anything, you guys are crazy down there.
0: But they don't have it actually be real people with real New Orleans, because then it'd be like, oh, hey, we're set in this fucking, we're set in history, but this guy was not in history. They, they, I guess they're trying to like differentiate themselves from a fucking Assassin's Creed style thing. Like, Like they have a fucking fake New York in this. It's called Empire Bay. Yeah. So the idea of it, Lincoln Clay, uh, just got back from the Vietnam War. He is a half Latino, half white guy. But according to him, if you look not white, you're black enough to be black and racist against. So he works for the black mob in New Orleans. Uh, he he, gets, he uh, a job gets set up between them and the Italian moth, the mafia. Um, it goes it goes pretty well. They get all the, they get like fucking millions and millions of dollars and that's in the 60s money. So that, so that was back when the dollar was something? I don't know. It's worth a lot. I don't know how money works. But then, the mafia betrays them. Kills everybody. Shoots Lincoln in the head. But he survives through fucking sheer force of protagonist powers. And then begins a quest to build up the build himself up in the mafia and kill everyone else. And that's the game. You go around doing missions, doing damage to individual fucking mafia crews to gain favor with them, build like spread out their territory to go after the mafia that killed your fucking family. And eh it, it, Like, I don't think this game is particularly bad, but it all just feels off to me. Like, movement. A problem I have with a lot of the GTA-style games that use, like, that GTA engine is there's always so much momentum you have to build up in order to get moving anywhere. Like, with, uh, like, one of the reasons I, like, kind of didn't really play that much Red Dead uh, Red Dead Redemption was I didn't like how the character moved.
2: I, I get exactly what you mean. I, I actually understand what you mean. It, and it wasn't until you started talking about Red Dead. Because I don't know how to put this but everything felt it felt like it felt like they just weighed down the accelerator so you couldn't go very fast. Like it took a while to get up to speed. Yeah, like you know what just, I mean. Yeah, like like you like get, even on horseback, I felt like uh, all right. Yeah, yeah, I finally got up. to... Oh, I'm already in Dodge City. I
0: didn't have I didn't have that problem with the I didn't have that problem with the cars. I had a different problem with the cars, which I'll we'll get
2: into. Oh no, no, I just I mean like just movement in general. My biggest problem with GTA uh, 4, I believe it was four. Um, Gazine, let's go like bowling. No, it felt like the cars had banana peels for tires. (laughs) I couldn't control them. I'm not good at racing games. Uh I'm good at driving games. Put me in a car in Saints Row. I'll be doing 360s, flipping around corners, drifting over edges. I'll be able to control a tight racing line. Fucking Simpsons Simpsons hit and run. The (laughs) only mission that gave me any trouble was the final one where you've got to blow up cars repeatedly. (laughs) I am okay, if not good, at driving. Do not give me a car with banana peel tires. And the worst part was Cora. Because he was like, they're fine. I don't know what you're talking about. The entire goddamn time, I am spinning out trying to get away from the cops.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and this, the cars are made out of tanks. So they're really hard to control. (laughs) <laughs> like, like you, like you getting up to speed and going down just like a straight line. That's fine, but the game, the game, like one of the things with Mafia is that they try to enforce driving laws.
2: Oh, that's cute. So that's
0: I feel, so I feel like in doing that, they are trying to incentivize you to drive responsibly. Oh, by just everybody making,
2: does that for like two minutes in GTA.
0: Yeah, like, but in this, but in this, they say, "Oh yeah, if you fucking pa- if you fucking jump a red light or stop sign or whatever, the cops will be on you," which they never were. Like the cops were in that game when I got into the open world. The only time the cops got on me was in the pre-scripted times when the cops got on me because of the story.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. So movement feels weird. The cars are really bad. Uh, the shooting is. Eh. It just feels slow. Everything in this fucking game feels sluggish and slow. Even going back to driving for a second, even when going fucking like 95 down the fucking main street, you go try to take a turn. It's like you have, a, it's like you have a turning radius, the size of the world's largest pizza. Where it where like, you go to turn and you need to start fucking turning like goddamn a block and a half before you get to the corner. You need to turn because that's how long it'll take you to actually get turned onto that angle. But then once you do, like you fucking, you, you tail, you fucking fish tail out immediately. It all felt sluggish and bad, which is unfortunate because the actual like story conceit and the characters and stuff, I like them a lot. Like this is basically the Punisher, but in New Orleans, and they and they do and they try to do a decent job of like actually setting up character and stuff. Like the whole conceit of the game is that we are being told the story of Lincoln Clay from the present. Like every, like a bunch of the characters that we meet in the game um we in like cutscenes and stuff, we will see them in the future. Like uh there's a like like the like the two, kind of two main narrator guys are a priest, Father James, who is a character who kind of is one of your confidants and helpers in destroying the mafia in new Orleans or new Bordeaux. And then an FBI agent who was part of like some organized crime thing that ended up that like knows a lot about Lincoln Clay and his whole beef with the mafia in new Bordeaux. And so once you hit like certain story beats, then it will flash forward to them being interviewed by somebody as they are explaining out things and whatever. And, Sometimes when, you, sometimes when like, your dude dies in, like, a story mission or something, then the FBI agent who's rec- uh, recounting it is like, wait a minute. That's not right. That doesn't make any fucking sense. And then re-goes over his notes as he'll the new checkpoint. Which, I like that. I like that whole story beat, conceit of it. Um, yeah, I also have a CIA agent who you work with who helped you out in NOM. Uh, and his whole beat is that he is in front of a Senate subcommittee. Talking about talking about like unsanctioned actions of the CIA in New Bordeaux helping Lincoln Clay out, and he's like, "Fuck yeah, I helped him out. It was fucking dope as hell, murdering people." And so yeah, I I like that story. I like that story conceit of the game. It just didn't really help out a lot with enjoying playing the game. This is, this is the kind of game that I have a lot more fun watching than playing. Which I always feel bad saying. It's such a fucking slap in the face. Just anybody who fucking makes games. Just Yeah I'd really like to watch your game. Just ugh. But yeah that's. Kind of where I'm at with that. Uh, Final thing. Final game. uh, Mario and Rabbids. Kingdom Battle. I got that. And it is kind of great. I really enjoy it. That's yeah, a lot of fun, isn't it? Yeah, like I really dug XCOM, but I'm really bad at XCOM. So, what if XCOM was just easier? I'm good at
2: XCOM, so this game's a little Jeez. too easy for me.
0: Like the game, the game is the game is easy for me too. Like the only things that actually failed have been like the challenge things of like, hey, defeat these fourteen enemies in one turn using these fucking dudes with these weapons. Those that's the only thing that's giving me any real trouble. Like every everything else I've been able to get out of there with basically perfect scores across the board except for like three other cases where like Luigi gets knocked down because Luigi's a little bitch.
2: The only thing I had problem with was the big fuck off uh rabbits. Uh, the that you. Yeah, those guys are annoying.
0: Those guys actually had a lot of fun just chaining. Like I would just like Mario and Luigi, they both have um, they will get overwatch abilities. So put them both on overwatch. Then have then have um, rabbit peach shoot him. So he runs, which then triggers both shots from Mario and Luigi. So we just get fucking stomped on either side and then just have every single member of the fucking team just trip him and jump on his head and shit. It's great. Just messing with those fucking things. But yeah, uh, the, the movement the movement abilities is especially when I'm fucking love with this game. So I guess for those who don't know, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle was announced a couple years ago at E3. It is XCOM, but with Mario and Rabbids. You know, those Ubisoft mascots that go, blah.
2: Yes. The endless poop jokes and toilet humor.
0: Oh, also the stars of actually a really good, but really underrated game on the Wii. Yeah, it was like Rabbids Go Home or something where you were playing as the Rabbids who had a shopping cart that would go into just random areas and essentially Katamari Damacy are way through these levels in order to get to the giant thing at the end that you would suck down the toilet in order to try to build a tower back to the moon. Because the, the Rabbits thought they came from the moon and they want to get back there. So they start stealing shit with the shopping cart. Okay. And it was a lot of fucking fun. That game was really good. I have not been able to find it since I fucking sold my Wii. But I kinda wanna I kinda wanna get it again and play it again. And I mean now I have a TV that has fucking RCA input. So composite videos coming back in a big way around here, I guess. Yay. Okay. Yeah, now I can actually fucking play a. Now I can actually actually if I buy a fucking GameCube or something, I can actually play it. Anyway, uh, where was I? Uh, yeah, Mario and rabbits. Um, so yeah, it's it's XCOM. It's a turn-based, tile-based uh, strategy game where you have units, move them around, take other enemy units. It's got full cover, half cover, no cover. It's got
2: weapons, character customization, skill trees,
0: all that shit. But it's also really simple and easy and feels kind of like baby's first turn-based strategy game.
2: Yeah, it's my first XCOM.
0: Yeah. Um, And yeah, with uh, the movement stuff is kind of the biggest differentiating factor between like I'm not like outside of oh. just like just mechanically.
2: I love the movement system. Like one of my favorite things is ping ponging my allies off of each other to get to ridiculous positions so that I can just bean enemies from places they never thought they that would come from.
0: Yeah. So w- so with this, uh, since it is Mario and stuff, jumping is big thing. And what you do is you springboard off of your allies. So you so you move your so. So like pretty much every single like movement interactable that you can react, that you can interact with adds distance to the adds more like more distance to how far you can move. So you can like run over to an ally, like fucking ricochet off of his goddamn feet, then run and run across like the like half the fucking map, trip a dude, go into a go into a pipe and then get like fucking up on a place to get a good vantage point and then shoot people.
2: You just described one of my favorite techniques to use.
0: Yeah, one one of the things I like to do is when I find the big guy. Um, so I have so I have a peach. I have Rabbit Peach, who who I have um skill treated up to be able to trip two people at once in one movement. So trip the big guy, trip somebody else, then go behind a thing and shoot the big guy, and then I have Mario upgraded so that he can stomp on people that does more damage than tripping. Yeah. And then I have Luigi who could trip dudes and then bounce off of two people. Ugh. and with Luigi, there's there's a great fucking joke in this that I don't that I wouldn't have noticed if I didn't if I hadn't idled on the screen. But there's one bit in like the dialogue options after you defi- after you fight Rabbit Kong, I think, where Peach is like where Rabbit Peach is taking a bunch of selfies with Rabbit Kong. Uh, Rabbit. And Luigi- that's her joke. Yeah, Rabbit Luigi is up there looking at him too, and then real Luigi tries to get in, and she's like, yeah, no, not for you, it's only for rabbits. So Luigi just kind of slinks away, and then you see Rabbit Peach and Rabbit Luigi in the background um, as, the, as the little fucking Roomba that you control is talking. And then just every once in a while, real Luigi will just pop up, like a completely stationary model of him will just slide into frame from, from behind them, try to look at the phone, and then as, as soon as they realize it, he slides back down and then pops out in a different angle.
2: That's awesome.
0: Yeah, there's just a lot of personality, a lot of like really decent jokes in this, like surprisingly good jokes in this. And yeah, it just. It works like the rabbits. People have compared the rabbits to minions, which I think is an unfair comparison. Because the rabbits. They have some personality to them. Like, yeah, it's not much, but it is more than nothing, which is what the minions are. Like, the Rabbids, they are able to have, like, some real comedy jokes in them. They're able to do physical humor a lot better, I think. And having them interacting with other characters is... It's funny. Like, that's more than I could say about the fucking minions. The Rabbids are... Not like exceptionally so, but they are, but they have the capability to be funny. And this uses that well, I think. And they have, and like, they're kind of like main deus ex machina, or not not deus ex machina, um, our MacGuffin rabbit, Spawny. I just kind of find him adorable. Like the whole, whole, whole conceit with this game is that some fucking person developed these goggles that can fuse things together because that's sure.
2: Uh, Wasn't uh, it like uh, it only digitally fused them or something? No, no, no. no it it fuses was it things re- re- from real. really fused them. Yeah,
0: yeah she stupid. does it. In her, yeah, she goes into a room and fuses a pod plant with a lamp. Then the rabbits and their quantum washing machine show up. Uh they go nuts. Uh, and then they end up p- falling into the washing machine with their with the goggles and a Mario Brothers poster. Which then leads into the Mushroom Kingdom, which gets all fucked up. And then one of the rabbits gets fused with the goggles that fuse things. And then it just starts going along randomly. But somehow in doing so, it like suppresses the id of this rabbit. Because he is not screaming. He is scared of everything. And... He doesn't. He doesn't spend all of his time jumping around doing whatever. He just kind of like spends a lot of his time crawling into corners, terrified of things, and then accidentally fusing two things together into a monster,
2: which just terrifies him all the more. Yeah, because like, usually the monster ends up chasing him.
0: Yeah, like to the point where he is like, "Hey, Bowser Junior showed up. This seems like the good. This seems like the good thing to do, right?" But yeah, the game is just a lot of fun. It is it is simple but there is enough strategy in there to make it challenging, well a bit challenging.
2: Yeah, uh, there's enough strategy in there for you to actually have to learn something.
0: Yeah. Um I I like the I like the design of the guns. I like the different like elemental effects that they can proc which are all really kind of weird. Like the ones that I've seen so far are ink, honey and like bounce, push and fire. And all of them have actually helped me in combat stuff. Like, when you when you get a crit on a hit, um, then, then the elemental effect procs. Uh, with, like, with Honey, it stops their movement dead in their tracks. Uh, with Bounce, it just fucking bounces them away. Sometimes it will bounce them off the edge of the map to their death. Which is always great. Uh, ink, like, blinds them for a sec, I think. Um, fire is fire. But the thing that always ended up happening when I used fire is I would shoot it out, it would explode, and then the guy who was set on fire would run into me and set me on fire.
2: Yeah, that happened to me a lot too.
0: That always happened with with Rabbit Luigi. Like Rabbit Luigi had the fucking <laughs> fire yo-yo, so I would set a rabbit on fire, then it would run into Rabbit Luigi, who would then also get on fire, and then he would spend like the next thirty seconds running around outside of cover. And I'm like, "You fucking goddamn it!" So I ended up swapping at Rabbit Luigi for Real Luigi.
2: <laughs> I prefer real Luigi because of the whole sniper thing. Yeah, real. Uh, I like being is, able to shoot people from the other side of the map.
0: That is actually some, that is actually a really nice bit of characterization for him. Like like Mario, like uh, so Luigi can jump better than his brother, can move farther than his brother, has the largest shooting range of any of the characters so far, and also has the least health of any character so far. Which all of that actually is really great in character bits for Luigi. Like Luigi has been in other stuff where Luigi has like character and stuff, he has been shown to be a coward, very um and very like physically inept. So having him so having him be the sniper with the lowest health makes the fucking most sense in the world to me. And I think his starting and his starting weapon is the fucking uh vacuum from Luigi's mansion.
2: I can't remember.
0: No, I mean, like, just straight up is. It's on the cover of the box.
2: Oh, well, there you go.
0: Yeah, he, he starts out with the fucking va- the vacuum from Luigi's Mansion. Which is just great. I like Luigi a lot.
2: Anyway, yeah, that's what I got. I'm a Waluigi fan, personally. You motherfucker. <laughs> He's the tall one. I like being tall. He's
0: the worst one. And hell, if you want the tall one, go with Bowser.
2: He's Bowser's taller. not human. He's humanoid. And not playable in the Mario Party games.
0: Fucking Waluigi. Wah. That's a fucking Dan Riker shit right there. <laughs> wow Just for that, you're going last. Alex, have you played a game this week? <laughs> Are you still here, Alex?
1: Sorry, I turned the mic off to keep it from picking up the uh, thunder outside.
0: Well, have you played a game this week then?
1: I, ha- I have. Yes, I have.
0: Fucking outstanding.
1: Yes. All right. I played a couple. Ooh. So first off, I'm. This st- is already
0: still- an infinity percent improvement over last time.
1: I know. So uh, I'm so I'm I'm still I am still playing the. Uh, the Final Fantasy 14 free trial. I'm almost at the end of the free trial period, which means I'll either have to stop or actually start paying the money. I don't <laughs> really want to do that.
0: Uh, pay them.
1: Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's, it's not bad. I mean, I keep comparing it to the MMORPGs that are like over a decade old, so maybe I'm just impressed by all the newness, but I was able to make significant progress. The story is okay. There's actually like a there's actually, like, um, you have to do the story quest to, to move the story on, which might be annoying if you already know where to go, but if you don't, it's nice to, compared to, like, WoW and EverQuest, which is just like, go do whatever you want. We're not going to explain how to level up.
0: It's just like go. the Old Republic.
1: It is like the Old Republic. Only Old Republic's uh, story was a little bit more into it than, uh, you know, here it's just, like, the generic story for everyone, except...
0: Okay, just um, quick... It. Yeah. Quick cool little thing. So I did a Google search for Waluigi cancer in order to send things to tell to go fuck himself in the chat. <laughs> what did you find? I found an image of Adrian Brody with a Waluigi mustache.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, like, fuck, it is kind of perfect. Post it. <laughs> da, 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 da. Get you in there. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah that's good. Oh my god, this is perfect. Oh my god, it's Waluigi time. <sighs> <laughs> I know Waluigi is like the shittiest Mario character, but he's the one I play in Mario Party. So deal. Well, that's your fucking problem. You gotta stop
0: playing Mario Party.
2: Mario Kart, I play Luigi
0: what's well, your problem? You gotta stop playing Mario Kart. I'm not a big fan of a lot of Nintendo games.
1: I'd say stop playing Mario, that's probably like game heresy.
0: And fuck it, who cares? I've said I don't like Zelda. On microphone. I haven't microphone. played
2: a mainstream Mario game spaghetti since sauce will fall Galaxy the sky. 2. I have not played a mainstream Mario game since Galaxy 2. And I played 10 minutes of Galaxy 2.
0: Uh, I. So. For me, I played Galaxy 1 and then nothing until Odyssey. And I was not a big fan of Odyssey. Despite everybody sucking that game's dick, I was not a big fan of Odyssey. What a twist. I really hope we get, like, a Mario RPG on the Switch. Those are usually pretty good.
2: They are. I'm hoping for uh, another Paper Mario game that's actually good.
0: That's. I would, like an that, that was included in Mario the Mario RPG, RPG stuff on
2: the SNES, but that's no. But really I'm 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 thinking about like shit like Sticker Star.
0: Yeah, wasn't an RPG? Yeah. So there you go. Just I any don't, I of, don't I don't
2: just any don't of the Mario
0: RPGs like fucking.
2: I don't I don't want another Sticker Star. Another Bowser's Inside Story would be awesome, but yeah. not another sticker. Any of the
0: Mario and Luigi games. Or like a new Thousand-Year Door. Or fuck it, just the Thousand-Year Door. A sequel to Mario
1: RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars. Yeah, boom, there you never go. That's going to happen. Because stupid Square.
2: It's Actually yeah. model Peach's dildo.
1: <laughs> I just want to see Geno and Mallow again, damn it. I miss them.
2: They were referenced in one of the Luigi... Well, Geno was uh, referenced in one of the Luigi Mario and Luigi games. I know he was also referenced in uh, Super Smash Brothers.
0: Man, what if there was just a Luigi game?
1: That wasn't <laughs> Luigi's called, Mansion. Uh,
2: yeah, <laughs> it's called Luigi's Mansion. Okay, there is yeah, another I,
1: one. It's 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 called Mario is missing.
2: Man, is
0: I okay? Well, while you're talking about whatever you're talking about, I want to I want to see if there's any, been any talk about a fucking Luigi's Mansion
2: on Switch. So you were saying <laughs> something about I
1: brought up the oh well, first I was bringing up the old game Mario is missing, but I guess that's before your time.
2: No, I
0: played Mario is Missing. Yeah, I know oh. what Mario is Missing is. I just haven't... I just never fucking... I didn't play yeah. it.
1: Yeah, well... So, still, still playing my MMORPG, almost out of free time, almost a dragoon. I'm the warrior of light, and everyone in the place likes me. And... uh That's about it for that. After that, I went back to Dragon's Dogma. <laughs> still stuck in that room. <laughs> I can't find a way to get past this one wall. <laughs> don't know what to do. I've spent like literally two hours try, trying to find my way through this room and it's not working. Very nice. So I gave up on that. And then I went to a game that I got when I bought my first PS4. One of two games that came with it. Dark Souls 3, which I really didn't want to have to do. But I had to put it on and it's very hard.
2: That's what she said?
1: Very, very hard. That's what she said? Did she also die 50 times to the first boss?
2: The first boss is my dick. Fuck you.
1: (laughs) Anyway, the Dark Souls game is very infamous for their difficulty, and sure enough, this was pretty much a nightmare.
2: As the 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 thing that irritates me about dark souls <laughs> is the community around it that is just like get good yeah
1: I did get good you yeah you, you well get you gooder. Get, you know how you get good you die 50 times until you have their pattern practically memorized
0: yeah i thought that was that was understood
1: well, no, I did that, and then yes, I took him out fairly easily, but I'm not going to spend like six hours fighting every single boss. I'll never finish this game.
0: Well, then I guess someone doesn't want to get gooder.
1: And I was like I, – I was like about to throw my controller at the TV and just barely managed to stop myself. It's very frustrating. <laughs> it's not, not remotely
2: – I game. don't allow myself to play Dark Souls games because I'm one of those players who's like, okay, I've lost this boss seven times. Time to go at it again while slowly twisting my controller slightly harder after every death. I
0: played Bloodborne for a bit, got fucking too spooked when I saw the giant and gave up. And then I tried playing Dark Souls one on PC and I got hit by that boulder three times and I just uninstalled it and got a refund.
1: I tried Dark Souls too, like way back when, but I also didn't get very far. That's just because I got lost and couldn't figure out where to go next.
0: Yeah, that's another problem with, this, with some of those games. They are very just kind of, hey, go wherever, man. It's just fucking, yeah. But then you, then because of that big sprawling levels with very similar architecture all around. Just kind of. Well,
1: this game actually like sends you on a path, I guess, to avoid stuff like that. But it didn't really help. So all right. So the first, so my first character I just gave up on completely because he had no ranged attack, and apparently trying to just do pure melee, you have to be, you have to have like perfect hand eye coordination, which I lack. So I, I rerolled gotta be some kind of small Korean boy. Yeah. So I rerolled. Or someone with, who
0: plays a lot
2: of FPSs.
1: So I re- I rerolled with a uh, pyromancer who starts with a fireball, which is very useful, and I went back, and I fought the first boss he's a giant guy with a suit of armor and a halberd until you get him to half health then a freaking T-Rex ghost thing br- bursts out of his shoulder and he starts get, like having a giant dinosaur yeah it sounds
2: like I Dark feel Sons. like Japan needs America gonna save the fucking day song because like i like literally i just had like when he said T-Rex ghost i had America gonna save the motherfucking day yeah yeah Playing in my head, and I'm like, "No, this is Japan. Give me something." So now, so now, not only does he run around and hit you with a spear, but a
1: giant T-Rex face bites at you.
0: Yeah, that's pretty Dark Souls. So that
1: took another, so that took another twenty losses before I figured out how to how to dodge that guy's pattern.
0: Are you sure that's not
2: Power Rangers Dino Charge? uh no.
0: Well, actually, the the whole like popping out of the shoulder thing—that's actually closer to an idea I had for a Power Ranger season where they fuse with monsters. (laughs)
1: He actually reminded me of Animal Vegetable minimal, Mineral Man, a very obscure Doom Patrol character.
0: Animal Vegetable Shit. Mineral Man?
2: Yes. Yeah. Comics are weird. Yeah. Hold on.
0: I'm looking it up.
2: Yeah,
1: so he can grow like dinosaur faces out of him because he could turn his body into any animal vegetable or mineral. Oh, this mm-hmm. is he can- he's,
2: he's the ultimate answer to 20 questions.
1: Yeah.
0: He's the ultimate Doom Patrol character,
1: pretty much. So, but finally, after six hours and fifty deaths, I finally defeated him, like without taking a single hit because I managed to time everything perfectly. And then I went in and I saved. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not playing this anymore, <laughs> because if that's what you have to do to get through every stage, then screw it. No, I don't need that kind of frustration. Oh, that's not true. I I went I went a little further. I fought a bunch of random enemies. And then there was this this one generic zombie who also had a giant dinosaur face grow out of him and then who also became physically impossible because you can only take 3 hits and then you die. Nice. Because well, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure you can get better, but I was still a, a beginner character. And also, by the way, when, when you die, you lose all your souls or your money.
2: Every, yeah, yeah.
1: Until, yeah, and, until you until you go back to the spot you died at to recollect them if you die again they're,
2: they're gone. gone period
1: so
0: man i'd also happen I'm, I'm trying to look up stuff about this fucking guy and you'd think that he would be fucking prime candidate material to be in the goddamn grant morrison run of doom patrol was he not that i can see no which is weird as fuck cuz Grant Morrison is all about fucking comic book obscura and drugs.
1: I know he was in the he was in the the uh, Batman Brave and the Bold
0: episode. Like in like in Grant Morrison's Run of Doom Patrol in the first fucking like collected volume of it, um a man who is called Mr. Nobody uses a painting built on super dadaism to eat Paris. That's a fucking thing that happens. A painting eats Paris because of Dadaism.
1: That's, huh? I mean, that's not really surprising at this point, but still.
0: No, it's not. I'm not, I'm not saying it to be surprising. I'm saying it to be illustrative. Uh, illustrative of the fact that animal, vegetable, mineral, man would be a perfect fucking fit here. He would. Fuck the fuck! The first like deluxe edition of the fucking trades end with so Robot Man's body gains sentience and refuses to let him put his brain back in his own body. So then the brain and Monsieur Mala show up, take knock out Robot's body, put the brain in it. He, the brain in the robot body begins making out with Mala. Then the body explodes, killing both of them and leaving Robot Man. As his fucking brain fluid tank is leaking. The Doom Patrol is weird, you guys.
1: Yeah, uh, I know, that's kinda of their thing.
0: Anyway, Dark fucking I'm Dragon's Original Dogma.
2: Mele- yeah, no, Dark Souls 3. <laughs> Dragon's Dogma. I d I don't fucking know, man. I I lost Dogma. the friend. That's actually that's actually the game that I I snapped a controller to. <laughs>
1: Dragon's Dogma.
2: I snapped an Xbox controller in half.
1: That's okay. At least you didn't get stuck in a room for six months.
0: I never did that. But what I did do was uh, actually bite the end off of a controller. What? (laughs) Yeah, like 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 little like like little like handle nub things. Uh, When I was in high school, my main response to stress was biting. I have mental health problems.
1: I'm gathering that. So I I re-rolled my my melee character, went to fight the boss again, and actually beat him using only melee because I got good. And then I died to the next thing, and I don't think I'm going to be playing much longer after that. Dark Souls. Dark Souls. It's really hard. It's really hard, and and, and the, the best strategy is to keep dying until you know exactly what they're going to do at every moment. So good. Good luck playing one game for like a year and a half.
0: Yep, and enjoy being in the fandom that threatens to kill the developers if they even suggest putting in a potential easy mode. Oh
1: God, I hate these people even more. I it, mean, I was going to ask for I was going to ask for advice, but literally, I just I read everyone else, and they're like, "Just you have to get good." Yeah, that's to, that's, that's the thing. Like, the,
0: the Dark Souls fandom is terrible.
1: You have to memorize the invincibility frames and be patient, man. This isn't something you play for fun. Yeah, it's, like, a, it's okay. a big
0: fucking RPG that's like, yo man, you gotta like fucking, alright, here's the frame data for the iframes after this roll for this attack in this stage. What you gotta do is mm-hmm. you gotta nail this shit down properly. It's like, it's like a fucking 40 hour game built entirely by speedrunners.
1: When when did video gaming become a second job?
0: Uh, when they got uh, good. When the
1: internet got big? No, that's not what I mean. I mean like, as in it's no fun
0: at all. Uh, yeah, when the internet got good.
2: Okay. Honestly, it's kind of been a second job since I was a kid. I was always that kid that was like, "Okay, and this, and this." All right, now I figured out how to how to beat this game in the in the uh, most efficient fashion, so I can tell my friends exactly what techniques they need to use. <sighs> None of you care. Why do I play video games like this?
0: Yeah, I just play video games for fun and talked about them for fun po- for me. Yeah, I played video games for fun and talked to them and talked about them to the point where everybody hated me. Like I actually had friends of mine in high school tell other friends of ours that they thought I was creepy because all I talked about was video games and movies.
2: I will never hate you for talking about video games or movies, dead man.
0: I'd hope not. Considering that that's my job with you.
2: I'll hate you for not talking more about D&D.
0: I started a new campaign where every character is a zombie.
2: I really want to run a post-apocalypse campaign, but none of my groups are nearing uh, the end of a campaign. I really want to...
0: I'm, at some point, I'm going to be spending the $300 to get all the Call of Cthulhu books so I can spend time actually learning the system.
2: But video games.
0: There's a new Call of Cthulhu so, video game coming out soon. Cool. Also, James, our resident James, is currently doing a playthrough of Call, of Cthulhu, Call of Cthulhu: Dark Corners of the Earth.
2: So go watch him be scared like a bitch.
0: No, actually, it's go watch him be too dumb to be scared like a bitch.
2: Oh no, really?
0: Yeah, like in the second episode, like I think it's in the first or second episode, he walks into an area and then this thing flashes up that says, uh, "This is like, hey, stealth is important." And the first thing he does is run headfirst into a into a guard. Like, sprint into him. It's James. There's also a part, also a part in a hotel where he has to replay it like four or five times because he keeps missing the locks on the door to keep the people from killing him.
2: Oh, God damn it!
0: I have to edit all of his videos.
2: You poor unfortunate soul. Yeah,
0: if either of you guys ever want to start doing Let's Play stuff, just send me the video footage
2: so I can edit it, and then I'll get it up on the channel. I'll eventually get around to maybe doing it, potentially.
1: (laughs) I don't have the right setup for it, and most of the games I play aren't allowed to be shared on PS4, because Bandai Namco sucks.
0: Yeah, that's why you gotta get an external recording thing, so that you just can bypass the PS4 recording thing.
1: Yeah, I don't have one of those.
0: Well, you can get one for like a hundred bucks. Uh, yeah or like 60 bucks
1: there's many other things i could be should be spending on that 100 so the other game that, the other <laughs> game I, I haven't played getting back to our topic here <laughs> the other game that came with it is bloodborne but based on what you've told me doesn't sound like it's uh going to If you're to be enjoying any
2: dark souls you'll probably enjoy bloodborne
1: Except I'm not enjoying it. I'm pulling my teeth out and
0: okay, so, screaming at it. Yeah. So here's the thing with Bloodborne. Bloodborne is like Dark Souls, except it's a bit faster, and there is less defensive options.
1: I mean, defense didn't do so good. From
0: no, like, like, like you, like, there's no, there's no shield or block.
1: So there's only dodge.
0: Only dodge, and also gun.
1: Okay, well, I was terrible at dodging, so yeah, it doesn't sound like I should be partaking in this.
0: But Do you, it! But you forget, there's gun.
2: Do it for gun. And just, beat the werewolf on the first encounter.
0: Just uh, be careful, because one of the buttons r- uh, damages you and takes away your health to give you more bullets.
1: So it's like blood bullets.
0: Because the game's edgy like that.
1: Of course it is. It's so edgy, it cuts itself.
0: But yeah, the game is all about uh, all about quick combat, dodging, and using the gun to parry properly.
1: Well, Because you it's parry with if I, a gun. Well, it's all stuff I'm going to be terrible at, but I suppose I could get frustrated at it for a couple hours before swearing I'm never going to play it again.
0: Yeah. Just remember, when the dude comes to hit you, shoot him with the pistol. Okay. Then stab him. The weapon I usually go with is the whip cane.
1: That sounds like something from Ruby.
0: Actually, kind of, yeah.
1: So, anyway, that's all I've got for this
2: production.
0: All right, then, Caveman.
2: <laughs> oh, so I get to go now.
0: Yes, as I'm currently texting with James, our resident James, about how I keep my DD dice.
2: It's Waluigi
1: time. Are we gonna start calling him the resident James now? Yes. Okay.
0: Yes, James, our resident James. Because what the fuck am I gonna describe him as? Our resident a man, dumbass? A, That's a man, too... obsessed, a
1: man obsessed with
2: rats.
0: Yeah, uh, the resident James. So rat our man. resident so,
2: rodent specialist. So I've been playing I've been playing Divinity Original sin. I started playing it because I had Birdie here, and I was like, eh, this is a two-player game we haven't tried. Loaded it into the console. We meant to play it for, like, half an hour, wound up losing, like, an hour to two hours to it. Um, Birdie and I, we play D&D together, we play a lot of video games together, we share a lot of similar tastes. And Divinity hits a lot of the points that I really love in a fantasy RPG.
0: Does it not do the same for Korra?
2: Hmm?
0: Does Korra not like it then?
2: I have no idea how Korra uh, feels about it, but I don't plan on playing it with him, so...
0: (laughs) I thought thought you were. Did you you just say that you did? No, with Birdie. Either I'm going crazy, or I heard Cora.
1: I heard Birdie, so...
0: Okay, going I'm going crazy. insane. Yeah. Outstanding. <laughs> it's happened about five years earlier than I expected.
2: But no, um, I actually had a I'm trapped in this room moment while playing Divinity. There's a point where you get transported to a place that's kind of like the... Uh, end zone time travel bit and Chrono Trigger. Okay. And for the life of me, Bertie and I could not figure out how the hell to get out, even though we had just been told to. Like, we get told, okay, this is how you leave, and then we proceed to go look for the door. <laughs> when what we were supposed to do was access our menu and use the teleport function from the menu. And I was just like, oh do no, for like 10 minutes 15 minutes we're wandering around in this area and i and we're like we just want to get back to the game no no yeah I've done that am like eventually I just google it and like we get our way out and we have to stop playing and I'm I was like yeah let's see what tips and tricks are online I was like oh my god our builds are so wrong and we're only level 3 <laughs> Ugh, we're going to have to start over Because, like, this is is a fantasy RPG, which means you need to think about how you're building your characters. You need to think about party layout. You need to think about all of these other things that are just going to skate by if you don't think about them. So remember,
0: guys, when you're playing a fantasy RPG, have a spreadsheet ready.
2: uh, Depending on the difficulty of the fantasy RPG, yeah. I have have, uh, spreadsheets for Dragon's Dogma. Does it tell you how to get out of that room?
0: I have never once followed a build for a character in an RPG
2: I've played. I don't follow builds. I get I go and look up tips and see what's most advantageous for me. Yeah, I don't what really do I that. am most likely to do. Un- what un- I, what, I don't want to get fucked out of being able to do something because I didn't level myself properly.
0: The only time I've ever done that is when it has been for the purposes of fucking. What? Like in uh, like in Dragon Age or the Bioware games, where it's like, hey, oh uh, yeah. So I'm uh, so I'm like, all right, looking up a
2: guide to get to Bone Town. Yeah, Word. I get you.
0: In Dragon Age Inquisition, I was a, I was a big horned lady, and I was trying to fuck a tiny elf girl.
2: I would high five you so hard right now if we were in person.
0: And then ended up two timing her with the um with the uh, lady uh politician that you have hanging out at the keep
2: in RPGs I get around (laughs) I'm a one woman man or woman as I was in that case it depends on the game and the character and what I'm feeling like that day
0: I a lot of the times I'm just kind of like free love dog which is to say my dog gets free love Everybody else has to pay. Because I probably worded that wrong. What I'm saying is, I fuck. A lot. A
2: lot. But anyway. A lot. Um, I actually am really enjoying the uh, sense of... <laughs> Divinity has a real sense of charm that... The, old, the, the the very first thing that I think of when I start thinking about what can I compare Divinity to is Diablo. And the, it's not a fair comparison because they're two entirely different things. Diablo is a button-mashing, smash-em-up dungeon crawler. And Divinity is a, I'm going to be thinking about this conversation for the next hour... To make sure that I'm picking the right choices and not wind up regretting my decisions five days later.
0: That's actually funny speaking because of that, speaking of that comparison, when you said you, when you said you got trapped in a room, I thought that it was going to be like, oh yeah, and then cows killed us. <laughs> like, I wouldn't
2: be surprised if that was a thing because you can talk to animals in Divinity well, and no, they like, have personalities. Like, well, like
0: in Diablo, there is like a joke of just a, just a place you could teleport to by accident or something. Where just the infinity cows cow kill level. you?
2: Yeah, the hidden cow but, level.
0: Yeah, it's basically the cuckoos of fucking Diablo, and all these and all these games are so fucking insular. They have like fucking weird Easter egg references to every other game in the genre. So it would not be impossible to teleport to just an empty room, which is a bunch of cow skeletons.
2: Yeah. I suppose it would. I. Uh, you want to know the god's honest truth? One of the most interesting NPCs that I've encountered so far, and I've only played the game, like, I've gotten, like, three hours into the game, and have only just barely made it into the first town, but the most interesting NPC that I've talked to, in my opinion, one of them, not the most, but one of, like, top ten, and I've talked to every NPC in the town at least twice, is a cow named Bull. His name is Bull, and you can see the future. Noise, Yeah. <laughs> and like, his predictions are so fucking vague, but I really have a feeling they're t- that they're accurate. Yeah, of course they are. <laughs> you, you get vague <laughs> enough because he's like, like, it's like, hey, how will I die? And Bull's like, oh, no, no, no. Prediction's over. No, <laughs> I'm not telling you what's going to happen. And I'm so like I'm like oh okay <laughs> I'm gonna die in an interesting way in this game.
0: No, but, but then watching it to the end and it's just a very pleasant death. <laughs> like like you, like you just defeat the world ending whatever and then it just flashes they just flash forward like 75 years. Just surrounded, just surrounded Mary by your family, my
2: companions, having six kids, have a dog, a farm, and just keel over in my chair. And the reason Bull was freaking out is because I died while eating a steak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> is that, that all my <laughs> God, I think that's my sister.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man,
0: you monster!
2: Yeah, but it- if you're a fan of RPGs, I highly recommend you check Divinity out. While I did, while I said that I'm gonna, be, I think I should respect. That's because I like to. Ha- I'm one of those perfect starters, so I'll restart a game eight or nine. The worst, the worst start, uh, I've done is like ten times restarting uh, Atelier, Esha, and Logi just to get the best start for that game. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I I can get my work. My wife's worse. She'll just not ever finish a game because you're trying to get the perfect start, but. Like, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna try and convince Birdie to restart uh Divinity. If he says no, then he says no. We just play with the characters as uh, as is. But uh, I'm gonna try and convince uh, Birdie to respec uh, so that uh, we have a better chance of winning at the game.
0: Okay, I was just I was just gonna say like up until right when you said if we if we if we don't want to switch we just won't. Uh, I've I've had some like. Very small conversations with you about doing like LPs together. Yeah. And they got me real worried for a sec of like we just get into it and then you realize, oh wait, we started wrong, Can we start over. No, 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 no,
2: no. Like I'll have done my research beforehand. <laughs> like I'll be like, oh, you're playing this, then I'm gonna play this to compliment you because you're gonna need these abilities. Oh, you're going for that build? I have no fucking idea what to do, so I'm just going to stick with what I was talking about.
0: No, and then we get in there like three levels in, it's like you're like trying to figure out what building going for. It's like, I'll just pick what I think looks pretty.
2: <laughs> I didn't realize that I couldn't be a charmer and a bully, so. Uh, I like colors. <laughs> I picked a meat cleaver and a battle axe as my primary weapons, caveman. You don't even have the dual wielding skill, Bert, uh, dead man. I'll pick it up next level. You don't get another talent for three levels. Whatever. Ah. Well, today I feel like a battle axe and yesterday
0: I felt like a meat cleaver.
2: Why are you putting points in strength? You're a dex-based character. It's because I want to be able to lift boxes gooder. That's actually a thing in Divinity. Oh, fucking Christ. <laughs> you move boxes. Like, there are box puzzles in Divinity. And, you like, you, you put boxes on top of traps that are leaking gas to stop the gas from leak. It's actually really funny because I actually killed myself by trying to move the wrong object. Okay.
0: I have Divinity Original Sin. I now never want to play it. On what, on,
2: on what console? It. PC. Mm, see, if I pick it up on PC, we could do a... Uh, Let's play mm. of it. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Hmm. We'll see. You yeah, I actually need to fucking get you as a friend on Steam so I can figure out what the fuck we can activate. Are I, we not friends on
2: Steam? I thought we were friends on Steam.
0: I do not believe so. Oh no, wait, we are. My bad. Anyway, anything else I'm playing?
2: Uh, that's really it. Wow. I'm a one game man. Uh, I already beat Rompa, so. But you haven't beat all of Rompa. No, I have to get the third one now. You haven't even beat the anime yet? No, I haven't, but uh, coming soon? Or
0: episode 1.5.
2: <laughs> What's episode 1.5?
0: Ultra Despair Girls, where you play. Yeah, Nakoda I'm never to play that. I'm never gonna play Ultra Despair Girls. I am. Yeah, after I finish up Danganronpa Two, Ultra Despair Girls, and then doing the Anime Club for fucking Danganronpa Three, the end of Host Peak Academy, and then go into Danganronpa V Three.
2: Right. Got the shit well, mapped out, son. That's what I've. That's what I've been playing.
0: Alrighty then. That's where we're playing then. On to news. Don't got much new. Don't got much this week. Uh first up, The World Ends With You is coming to Switch in October. So The World Ends With You, um For those, that don't, for those that don't remember, I guess. Uh, it was a 3DS game that was all about fashion and buttons. And it was fucking cool. Yeah, it was it was like this dual it was like this dual screen thing that involved uh that and that like you know, top screen was like regular combat stuff that you did with RPGs and the bottom screen was like this weird rhythm game kind of
2: thing. I it I remember one of my friends destroyed her lower 3DS screen playing that game.
0: Yeah, it was a fucking trip. And yeah, it, it was just really, it was really interesting. And I, okay, i sorry, I'm sorry just, it was the original DS, not a 3DS, my apologies. But yeah, so there's that whole thing. Uh, yeah, so the World of the final remix, a big, the big like Switch port of the game, uh, will be coming out this year on October 12th. And it will be switching things up a bit uh, for the actual like, for the actual like playing of the game with the rhythm stuff. Uh, so with that, you'll be able to use either the Joy-Con controllers or the actual touch screen on the Switch itself to do that stuff. Uh, there'll also be a two-player mode. So that'll be neat. I want to get that. I actually want to beat that game. I never beat it when it came out on the DS.
2: See now I'm imagining like me and my friends playing the um, battle button mini game, just with our switches outside. What am I kidding? Just with our switches in my living room. Yeah, I was gonna say outside. Last time I went outside, I got fried.
0: Yeah, like you got yeah. You guys are in New Orleans, so it's either so outside. It's either like you die from the heat or you die in a monsoon. At least this has been my experience talking to you I guys. was
2: trying to figure out if I could be mad at that statement, I was gonna say but juice, I can't juice, because juice it's juice. accurate. Yeah. I want to be mad at that statement. It's, it's like in New Jersey where
1: depending on the time of year, you can either die of heat, die of cold, or die of smog.
0: What about rats?
1: Uh, no. Is that just like
0: a James, year-round threat?
1: Only if James is nearby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> James is like the reverse Pied Piper.
1: He he stole them all. <laughs> he he walked by playing his flute and all the rats followed him away, so that's why I haven't seen any
0: Well they didn't so much fall away as runaway because James can't play flute. All oh, right. right. Yeah,
2: he just walks in town just <laughs> <laughs> They're actually like, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, now you're making me want to build a Pied Piper character and show James what he's doing wrong with Summon Animals in
0: <laughs> D&D. Please do. I've actually been talking to James about uh, a character he wants to play for the next campaign I run.
2: Oh, I haven't thought about that. Yeah, the one that we might... I don't know how, how close we are to the end of this one.
0: So. Uh, about, like, going going by levels, about halfway. Okay. Well, I'm in no rush. We're going to be getting into the real shit soon.
2: The longer I develop characters, the more I switch characters, so it's best if I don't start thinking about it too soon. James
0: is building a rogue.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, a
0: rogue conspiracy theorist. Oh, no. <laughs> so I need to begin working on conspiracies.
2: Make sure you include the aglets. Anywho, I'm
0: all long along. So you guys remember um, those Bass Pro Shop games used to come out like fucking years ago on the PS2, but that had like the fucking like fishing rod controller?
1: Uh, I do remember seeing a fishing rod controller, actually. Yeah. I thought it was dumb looking, but. Well,
0: whatever. guess what? It's getting dumber because now you can put your Joy-Cons in it. Oh, boy. There's going to be a new Bass Pro Shops game coming out for Switch that comes with the fishing rod controller. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a thing that's still happening. Die. Peripherals like this I always find weird. Just like why, man?
1: Why you do this?
0: Basically. Just what? Purpose. Why? W- why? Why? Like, why the fuck would, like, if Bass Pro Shops fucking wants to do this shit, why wouldn't they just release, like, one of those fucking plug-and-play things? Just, it's a fishing rod with an HDMI cable coming out of it. And you plug it in, it's like, oh, we got fucking, like, six games in here. All of them use the fishing rod. You want to fish for bass, trout, or fucking shogoths? Has anybody ever made a horror fishing game before?
1: Uh, no. That's, I mean, like they fish up some horror for a creature that kills them?
0: Yeah, like like they're, like they're fucking like in, like they're in some lake in like Innsmith or whatever, fishing out there and they pull up a deep one or, or like fucking shove Niggerath or something.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: I need to call some people about that. Yeah. See if we can get the esoteric order of Dagon fishing game. That'd be stupid.
2: Uh there is a game called Horror Fish Simulator.
0: But does it use the but does it use a fishing peripheral?
2: No, it's a Steam game.
0: Well, there is the problem. I am talking about a thing that is like you have the fucking full on bass pro shops fishing thing, but instead of fishing up fish, you are fishing up nightmares.
2: It's also ninety-nine cents.
0: Yeah, that speaks volumes.
2: <laughs> Anywho It's part of the masterpiece bundle. That's an oxymoron. Moving right along.
0: Time splitters. You guys remember Time Splitters? Yes. Shit's happening with it.
1: When was the last time splitter game?
0: Uh Ugh uh, Fuck, I let me check.
1: That was a long time ago, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, For the looks of it, uh, the last game was a uh, Future Perfect. Came out in two thousand five. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was a okay. time. There was a Time Splitters four in development, but that ended up not going anywhere. Yeah. So, yeah. So, stuff's happening with that. Um. Specifically, the stuff happening with it uh, is that um. The folks at Coke Media, the guys who own Deep Silver, yeah, they just got the rights to uh m- to time splitters, like specifically to make new time splitters and re-release old time splitters. And they have, and the folks at Coke Media have been talking about getting that shit out there and actually making some fucking new Time Splitter shit. But just, yeah, Time Splitters was neat. It was fun, because interesting to see, I and mean, interesting to see if Time Splitters can like, can, like do well nowadays.
2: I don't see why it wouldn't be able to.
0: Well, people are shit now. People have always been shit. People are more vo- people are more publicly shit now.
2: Yeah, they
1: used to pretend. They weren't.
0: Yeah, so... And also, like, just the sen- sense of humor, the style of game that it was. Interesting to see if, like, that actually can still thrive in this day and age. As yes, we'll see if that ever fucking comes to fruition. But that's going to be it for news. Oh wait, no, oh, you
1: forgot one more thing. And what is that? Persona Q two was finally revealed. Oh, yes, it was actually revealed like two weeks ago, but just the day after we last recorded, so I couldn't talk about it then. But yes,
0: <laughs> that's very Person-
1: nice. Persona Q2 New Cinema Labyrinth featuring the cast of 5, 4, and 3. And featuring the female protagonist from 3 Portable. Ooh. Yeah, uh, that's actually a big deal because people have wanted to see her again for a while.
0: Oh, yeah, Ruck. Right, right, I forgot. Took me a second. Yeah, her. Fuck.
1: Yes, her. Yes. Yeah, she was neat. She I- was neat, and this time she's going to be an actual character with, like, a voice and stuff. So.
0: Yeah, I like playing as her. Also, something I just it's, saw, um, they have released trailers for uh, Persona yeah, Persona 3, Dancing in Moonlight, and Persona 5, Dancing in Starlight. They're both coming out in America this year.
1: I was going to say, yeah, they moved they moved it up a couple months.
0: Yep, December 4th. Both those you games why, are coming out.
1: Do you know why they did?
0: Because I kept screaming.
1: No, it's, well, that might have helped, but it's probably because uh, they want to get Q2 out quickly. <laughs> because... It's a 3DS game. The 3DS is not going to be around much longer.
0: Yeah, despite everybody saying like, no, man, it's good. It's going to be good. We're going to keep the 3DS around forever, man. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, no, next year is
1: probably the last one. So they're like, okay, we we better get this out quickly.
0: Yep. So then, new releases for this week. The week of August fucking 13th. Walking Dead, the final season, episode one. We are wrap- Telltale is finally wrapping up their fucking storyline that I stopped caring about two games ago.
1: Does that mean you're not going to get it?
0: Nope, I'm okay. not getting that shit. It's actually kind of funny. Uh, so I did playthroughs LPs of the first two Telltale Walking Dead games. I was given a code by Telltale for the thir- for the thir- for the third game, uh, the New Frontier. I never even installed it. Just, I burnt out so hard on Telltale Games. And it was actually, I think, around the time that Life is Strange was still happening. So I don't know if Life is Strange burnt me out on Telltale Games. But it's it's really weird. Like, like fucking Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit and the upcoming Life is Strange 2, I'm still really interested in both those fucking things. Like, I played through fucking Captain Spirit. Yeah, blue screened my computer, but I fucking went through it. And I really enjoyed it, and I'm super looking forward to fucking Life is Strange 2. But any telltale shit that's been even hinted at or, like, announced or talked about, I have not cared in the least about. And I don't know necessarily what it is. Why I've kind of had that hard break off from Telltale, despite the fact that a Telltale style game I'm still really interested in. Yeah, I don't know, it's weird. Yes, yeah, so episode one is out uh, now. Uh, All's coming out, also that came out this week uh, the new World of Warcraft expansion, Battle for Azeroth. Dun dun dun. That game is still going. Still-
1: Yes, I haven't touched it in like almost 10 years. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to again.
0: Yeah, that's probably fair.
1: I've got a new MMORPG to play once in a while now. Ooh, yeah. So, screw them.
0: <laughs> yeah, fuck you, nerds. I'm playing my Japanese WoW, so go fuck yourselves. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, that's Basically for this week. Uh, next week, though, uh, Night Trap's coming to the Switch. Fucking good old Night, Night Trap.
1: Good old Night Trap. Yeah, they keep trying to make that a thing.
0: It's the twenty. It's the twenty-fifth anniversary edition. Uh, you guys ready for fucking FMV on your Switch?
1: FMV F- FMV of twenty years old.
0: Yeah, that kind of that kind of is what makes it better. Me at least, i I've wanted to pl- I've wanted to try Night Trap. I've heard all kinds of shit about it, and I've wanted to try it. But I, but well, at the same time, I don't want to spend money on it. So I'm in kind of a pickle. Yeah, then also coming out next week, uh, Guacamele Two, which is neat. I like Guacamelee. Uh, for those who don't fucking remember it, it's a, I think a Metroidvania-ish platform brawler kind of thing that's built that's built a lot around uh, the aesthetic of Mexican culture. You play as a luchador, and Spent a lot of time going to, like, the Dia de los Muertos world. Fighting demons and shit. There's a chicken. It's cool. So that's gonna do it for this week, I guess. Thank you all for joining us. We'll always have fucking no energy in these goddamn shows, at the end of these goddamn shows.
1: Yeah, because it's all like 10.30 at night.
0: Yeah, but do something. We could talk. Game Man has said a word in like fucking five minutes.
1: Yeah, I, I wondered about that. Are I've had nothing
2: alive? to say, and I'm really, really tired. Oh, I'm off in. Anyway. I've back. been up since 3 a.m., so go fuck yourself. I've I'm been up like since 4 a.m.
1: What a goodbye song or something?
0: We'll be back in two weeks' time with an episode of the VestorProds.com. I'm podcast. In between now and then, though, we got shit coming out. I don't know. Still, I'm dead.
2: I'm caveman. man. Outstanding. See you guys next time. Goodbye, and go fuck (laughs) yourselves.